0: the wellness business you want now while your clients attain the wellness they want guaranteed you already have what it takes you just need to know how to use it build the wellness business you want host mo orlovsky was in the wellness business for more than three decades before founding websites mo-well.com and i-we.co the web hub for wellness professionals like yourself Mo is dedicated to sharing the tools you need to build the wellness business you want because she knows you already have what it takes. You just need to know how to use it. Build the wellness business you want starts
1: now. Welcome everybody to i-we.co Integrative Wellness Education Podcast Episode IWPP B505, and it's the fifth in the five part series titled Build the Wellness Business You Want 101 How to Help Top Notch Clients Find You. You are needed. I'm here to support you so you can be out there sharing your expertise with those who want wellness helping share the understanding and the process of self-care so each person you work with can attain the wellness they want. Having a wildly successful wellness business, which of course is the type of wellness business you want, begins with a base of top-notch clients. Here we're winding down the series building the wellness business you want 101. How to help top-notch clients find you and I'm so glad you've been a part of this because you are needed. If you've been working right along and one You started using the new approach when you met prospective clients. That was all laid out for you in post one. If number two, you're working out the client types and replacing the crappy client or two using the guidance presented in podcast two. If number three, you've taken step one, making connect one and working toward getting in front of your first group of top-notch clients in podcast three and four, you've taken step two, make connect two, reading up on and using the power of one focused presentation presented in podcast four, then... Congratulations! That is a tremendous amount of progress. You should be feeling awesome that you are taking specific actions that are reducing your wellness business establishment phase one by years. Yes, years. Here's where we are now. Podcast five of building the wellness business. You want one-on-one. How to help top-notch clients find you. And today, the podcast is on taking step three and making connects three, four, and five you're gonna breeze through this third step even though it has three connects I promise how can I promise that well if you put the work in and took the first two steps and made the first two connects using the tips tasks and worksheets in this series I can tell you you are top-notch listen to the finch they're chiming in you are top-notch and you want to build your wellness business these last three connects will be a piece of cake if you're reading through each post or listening to each podcast to see how this can work for you and you're stuck somewhere, or have questions, send a quick note. Just go over to i-we.co and hit the Connect link. All of us who set out to build the wellness business we want desire to build a successful business. And too many wellness professionals do not succeed in establishing wellness business they want because of the grit work involved in areas that have nothing to do with their area of expertise. It takes grit to build any business. But... I believe in the wellness business, the top reason for getting stuck dropping out is the misinformation on how to go about the grit work involved. The areas of the wellness business that have nothing to do with wellness expertise are often the culprit of the wellness business's stagnation and failure. Again, it takes grit to build any business, and plenty of it. I pounded so much more pavement than I thought would be necessary to get myself out there, and you'll need to do it too. But I believe not knowing how to go out b- doing it as effectively and as efficiently as possible means too many valuable wellness professionals are not and will not be accessible to so many who are desperately seeking out the information they have. And that is distressing because you are needed. Too many wellness professionals are not or will not be there for those who need them because they have had to close their doors or actually never open up their doors because they used the misinformation that they needed to begin businesses using free one-on-one session paradigm. In the wellness business, it is my belief, it is not lack of grit. It is instead misinformation on where to put the time and effort during phase one, the establishment phase of the wellness business, And it's a void that exists in how to concisely communicate to those in front of you who want wellness that it is attainable with you. The first two steps to take and two connects to make are integral pieces of the grit work. We need to make time for this grit work in our schedule, all laid out in the previous podcasts, We have had the two steps and two connects set up in our schedule. It is just as important to continue repeating them. It takes repeating the two steps and two connects over and over. Ultimately, they will feel like they're repeating themselves. And yes, this will happen. It'll become easy. The two steps, two connects will produce the connections needed to set up your opportunity to be in front of the prospective top-notch client, creating the ability for you to connect with them. This creates the necessity for the third step. So you need to have step three and the third, fourth, and fifth connects all ready and in place. And that's today's podcast. Let's continue outlining the framework it takes to help top-notch clients find you. Taking the third step and the third, fourth, and fifth connects does that. The third step, third, fourth, fifth connects are just as important as one and two. They are imperative in helping your top-notch clients find you. The nice thing is though, They are not as hard to put into place as one and two. So here's step three. At your second step, second connect, one focus presentation, the third step you take begins at the onset of your presentation. Your third connect uses a few tools. An index card, pen or pencil, and an index box. So you're going to need one, Blank index cards, you're going to need two, an index card box to hold them ultimately, and three, you're going to need some pencils or pens for each person that is in attendance. If you want to get fancy, you can order a box of pens or pencils with your business information or contact email or phone number. Fit up. Staples, it's like as low as 19 cents. So if you want to get into that, you can do that. But those are the three things you're going to need. Connect three is multiple little steps. Here's what you're going to do. As participants walk into your one focus presentation, you connect with them at the door, telling them your name, handing them the index card, and the writing tool. You let them know, we'll be using these during our time together today and I look forward to connecting with you later. Then, at the beginning of the one-focus presentation, I always made it a practice to hold the card and writing utensil up, and I began breaking the ice with an interactive moment together showing them the card, passing more out to those who did not yet have one, and then having them place their name and best contact info on the top of the card. This helped me and those in attendance get comfortable in the first few moments of hello. It transitioned between the room abuzz with people getting settled in and one where I hold their attention. I let them know that the card can serve as their second brain holding Just a holding place of sorts. This way, as questions popped into their head, they would just jot them down. That way, they wouldn't be preoccupied trying to remember it and miss out on other information that came after it. If you want a sample script, I put it into a download. So you can just head over to i-we.co. You're going to click, and there's a sample PDF that you can click on, and it'll download for you. Now, during the one focus presentation, your attendees will write what comes to mind so that when you have the Q&A, they're actually set up and poised to ask questions. There isn't a lag of people starting to think of questions. If time runs out, no problem. you let them know you'll reach out to those with cues with your A during your mail, phone, email, text A, whatever you do. Mine was always Thursdays. To be sure you can reach out, they should take the next 30 seconds to place their contact information on the card. And here's a tip. Give them the 30 seconds to do that. I've seen presenters say that and then continue on talking. If you're silent for that 30 seconds, you will more likely see pens begin writing. Now, what's happened here so far? Your second connect, the one focus presentation, begins creating the connection with the individuals in the room. The size of the audience doesn't matter. Two to a hundred thousand. The second connect, the one focus, focus presentation is beginning and it will connect with the individuals your third connect is actually a bunch of mini connects the third connect includes the connection at the entrance at the introduction during your Q&A after right at the close of your presentation you let attendees know if you're presenting somewhere else or that you hope to see them again for a continuation if the time was short or if it's a multi-session thing that you signed up for I always offered the one focus presentation in three sections. It's exactly as the transcript is on the Kindle books or the paperbacks, whichever you like better. The want mall self-care presentation transcripts are divided into three sections that I made my presentations in that way. My presentation times were flexible. I always let those in attendance know when I would be back or I would let them know when and where I was doing the next section somewhere else. Now here's three tips when it comes to this. I always would preset three dates per year in a public library or town rec department. I would funnel attendees from every presentation that I made to these free group presentations and those free group presentations were typically section two or section two and three. Here's the next tip. Even if you don't have the dates already booked, somewhere you can let attendees know via email later if you're keeping good notes on the index card, which presentations that they've attended to. you got to love those index cards. You can go back and start to create a presentation and get the information out, and knowing which one, presentations they've been to will be very valuable. So if one presentation got through two sections, you want to make a note of that. So you send them when you're doing the third section. You see what I'm saying here. And tip three. In the early days in the 1980s, I would offer a video library of the presentations so that people could borrow them from the organizer's office. I always dropped off copies at the organizer's office. Now, the presentations are in transcript format on Kindle for every practitioner to use or to send people who have been to their particular seminar so that they can reaffirm the information. They can see it again. It's like going and borrowing that video, except it's transcripts. And they're seeing the information that you gave and giving more time and thought to it so it helps them self-select. Now Prime members, if you happen to be one and belong to the Amazon Lending Library, you can read that for free. Just go on, um, there's a link in this um, particular post, go on to i-we.co and hit the link for those of you who are uh, belonging to the Amazon Lending Library. And if you've got clients that belong there too, they can go and you can announce it at the end. So the third connect, at the close of your presentation, one of those mini connects you want to know how they'll hear from you again all right oh by the way there are other th- third connects mini techniques um that i implemented within the one focus presentation depending on the group you know so i used anchors they were super engaging i teach those in finding point a uh, things i would use weebles maps journals they all are popular and can be very effective it really depends on your group and you know learning how to incorporate them in the one focused presentation can be extremely powerful now let's move on to the fourth connect right so we already did the third connect and the minis that made them up now we're doing the fourth connect so step three has the third the fourth and the fifth connect we're at step three connect four you're going to connect with the organizer immediately after the event. Whether the event organizer was there or not, make a point of connecting with them again. Let them know how much you enjoyed yourself. Offer some highlights if they were not there. You can, this can be one of your two minute calls, right? If you don't have a personal interaction, that should go on your next two minute call date. I always followed up with a handwritten card. I would literally write it in the car before driving off. I always had a stack in my glove compartment. It took me 60 seconds and I actually mailed it on the way home. Extremely effective. Remind them of your availability to visit again because you enjoyed yourself so much. And if it was a short presentation where you had time for only one or two out of three parts of the one focus presentation, let them know. Listen, I had time for this or this part. I am sure that those would like to see this part. The attendees are often so interested that they will actually reaffirm it when they talk to them, but by the presentation person who organized it, knowing how far you got, they have something that they can have a dialogue when they meet someone who attended. Now, in the early years, if I got through everything in one focus presentation, I would end with, I'd love to do this again next March, if March was the date I did the original one. And more times than not, I returned yearly to specific support groups because the organizer knew that the people would change out. Fifth Connection. So the fifth connect. Is connecting at regular intervals to those who wanted to keep in touch. For those who filled out the index card, you connect with them at regular scheduled intervals. Remember, in one of the podcasts, we got out our calendar so we can do these third, fourth, fifth connects and write down schedule men when we got rid of the time that we were spending on the crappy clients. So, fifth connect is connections at regular scheduled intervals. With those who wanted to keep in touch you want to let them know they are top of mind because this keeps you top of their mind we're already up to connect five it's amazing i told you this is going to go fast and this is where the index cards come in as an excellent connection tool those intervals really needed you to be effective to write down on those index cards the exact place that you were if you had any things to note about the person that they spoke to you and any questions that they had. So the index cards on my schedule for my fifth Connect, the first thing I would do on my next Connect 5 day, I would answer the questions on the index cards from the presentation I just did. All the things that we didn't get to in the presentation, I followed up and I made sure it went to their preferred mode of contact. Sometimes I would actually do an extra Q&A sheet if the questions from that particular day were redundant, right? So if five people had the same question, I ended up making a sheet for that particular group. I emailed an attachment. Way back, I would actually mail it to each person, but I emailed a copy of this Q&A sheet to each participant that actually came, even if they didn't have a cue on their card. Now, this was not in lieu of the personal answers to the questions persons had on their card, but in addition to. It was a separate fifth connect in a week or so after, keeping me top of mind for those who got busy and really did want to meet up with me, really did intend on creating an appointment for an intake. Many times, this follow-up connect resulted in intake sessions. Continuing with connect five, I used my index box to connect with previous groups that the new Q&As might also be relevant to. The way I did that, was to organize my box by weeks. This way I could refer to my calendar and say, oh yeah, I was there on that particular day and that was a particular seminar and I could gauge it had been a while since I reached out for them. I used the notes. I would send articles specific to their interests to let them know I had their back and they were always top of mind to me. This in turn, again, helped to keep me top of mind to them. So when a wellness scenario they wanted help with or someone they knew needed help, I was their first thought. Being in the prospective client's email box at the right time makes a difference to your bottom line. These top-of-mind connects should be firmly set aside in your calendar. I would send a link to mol.com once I established the website of a particular article that I wrote. Or just when a new post was up. Now, I provide the newest post links directly to integrated wellness education professionals, i-we.co professionals, those who have taken the courses, so they can send their top-notch prospective clients top-notch material. This keeps them, the professional, top of mind to their clients and prospective clients with material they know is 100% in line with self-care they are seeking. It's one way I want to support integrated wellness professionals. Twice a year, I also provide the IWE professionals with two emails, that contain a special link, so their top-notch clients and top-notch prospective clients can download the Want Wellness transcripts, uh, the core concepts, and the Cell Core Concept presentation transcripts for free from Amazon. Amazon allows a giveaway twice a year, so right now we organize it in a way that gives IWE Co professionals a heads up that a 24-hour period is going to be coming up where their clients can download those two presentation transcripts for free. This way, they can use that email to their list. It comes from them and it's a free gift from them. iWe.co professionals can get their index boxes out, make their email list, sending the connect out to their clients and prospective clients. iWe.co professionals can use every opportunity, every free resource that I put up as free advertisement for their business, keeping them type of mind to their clients and prospective clients. It also helps those clients self-select, meaning they're going to be a high-end client because the process of attaining the wellness they want is laid out, they've read it, they understand it, and they're really ready to do the work it takes to get the wellness they want. What iWe.Co professionals love the most is the top-notch client that reads the transcripts, knows exactly how to work together. They come to their sessions excited to do the work because they're in a position of being well informed. Another great resource for the Connect 5, top of my material, is the Finding Point A forum within the courses. They're module-specific forums where iWe.co professionals can upload references for each specific topic. So if you're going in and you need something in order to send out to a particular group, you might be able to find a good resource there, reducing everyone's time of locating top-notch education to pass on and keep them top of mind. Let's just recap. There was a lot in step three because it was three connects. You So your third step and your third, fourth and fifth connect help top-notch clients be primed. You help top-notch clients find you. You help them keep you top of mind with the third, fourth and fifth connect. so when the questions arise who should I reach out to, or who could help my friend, family member, or co-worker, your name is the one that comes to mind. There is no shortage of people who want wellness. You have a talent and education they need. They just don't know how to find you. Don't busy yourself doing other things. Don't spend your time putting more ducks in a row, more systems in place. Do that along the way. I'll help you. Others will help you. Right now establish the wellness business you want take the three steps make the five connects and get in front of people who are looking for you you've got this trust me you already have exactly what it takes you can add more later you just need to know right now how to use it. That wraps up our series of building the wellness business you want 101, how to help top-notch clients find you. But it's not the end. It is the beginning. Subscribe to the podcast. Keep in touch. Contact me. Head over to i-we.co. Become a part of the community. I cannot wait to hear all about you and your expertise. Until next time, be well.
0: You are needed, so don't wait to get more ducks in a row. Gather more information, more big systems in place. Head over to the i-we.co website for resources that will help you do all that along the way. Subscribe to Build the Wellness Business You Want posts and podcasts. Use today's Build the Wellness Business You Want episode information, putting it into action. Building the Wellness Business You Want. That way, you'll be ready for the next episode. You already have what it takes. Now, take what you learned today and use it.